You know, I got to go to CES, got to go see a whole bunch of what scientists are creating and building and engineers are adapting for their next iteration of what's possible in our society. But have you ever seen something and just wondered, how would I use that? What could I possibly use that new tech for? This is what our guest today on The Black Futurist is doing. Okay. I was scrolling through the interwebs the other day and I came across this feed called Experimental. And going down the rabbit hole, checking it out, I saw this young brother, Brandon Stevens, is taking tech and creating analog and digital elements of his designs. Brandon, welcome to the show, man. What's going on? I'm really impressed with what you're doing, and I just really want to hear all about it. So let's start from the beginning. Where are you from? From Atlanta, Georgia, man. Born and raised. This is home. Been here my whole life. Yeah. And so do you go to a design school? No, I don't, actually. I I first started off in fashion, just interested in clothes and yeah. We've heard all of these different places, those of us who are not from Atlanta, like what's not Atlanta overall, like <laughs> <laughs> Buckhead is not Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cater is not Atlanta. So are you from Atlanta? Are you from a different area in Atlanta? Help us out. I'm from a different area. I'm from Riverdale, Georgia, which is right by the Atlanta airport. So there you yeah. go. Cool. I'm not from yeah. So Atlanta, it's Atlanta, Atlanta for us. <laughs> right. Well, we say Atlanta, right? <laughs> I'm from Ypsilanti, Michigan. I'm from Detroit, but I'm from Ypsilanti. But anybody else who's anywhere outside the state of Michigan, Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How old are you? I am 22 years old. All right, you're 22 years old. So five years ago, you're in high school. You're like, man, I really like clothes. I like looking fresh. I like what they're doing with their clothes over there. I think I want to make my own. Did that happen? Take us back like five years. Who were you in high school? I was a football player. I was heavily invested in football. I really didn't know what I wanted to do outside of football because that's all I was doing day in, day out, school year, summertime. And it wasn't until after high school I realized I was in the fashion. And yeah. So what I saw on your feed, on the experimental feed, and I can't even pronounce the other feed because it's definitely some numerical string of (laughs) like... He's got like E to the power is <laughs> the name of the other feed. <laughs> yeah. So what I saw there was you using what we can clearly see on your shirt there, which is QR codes that trigger our phones to use augmented reality. So if I scan this image, if I see you right now wearing the digital tag on your shirt, it's going to pop something up that you've pre-programmed. How did you find augmented reality? For me, always being within technology, I always saw the latest things of the time. And I remember I came across augmented reality like probably two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just started thinking, I said, we can use this for so many different things. We can put so many different things forward with this. And I just thought of the concept of putting it on clothes instead of actually putting a graphic on the shirt. And what really led me to that was me going to print shops and they telling me they tell me they can't make my design. And I'm like, why can't y'all put this on here? But I wanted another way to put my like direct design on the garment, uninterrupted, unedited. Why couldn't they make it? 
Sometimes they'll tell me it's too complex, too many colors, too big, all that type of stuff. So now I see on your shirt, you've got the metal tag, which has got a QR code on it. And then the shirt itself has a QR code. Can you tilt your camera so we can see it? There you go. Yeah. Do they both go to the same place? So this tag goes to my website for my clothing brand. And this goes to the augmented reality experience. So when you scan this, that's when everything pops up. That's awesome. How did you decide what you wanted to show? I really wanted to show something meaningful. I didn't just want to put another dope graphic on a shirt. There's so many dope t-shirts out here. So I wanted to share something that I felt like needed to be shared. So that's why I, you saw how I put the Apollo 11 on it. So the thing behind the Apollo 11 project was they spent so much money of getting it to go to the moon, which is on the front of the shirt, the rocket taking off, but on the back is opinions of people in the black community and how they feel how the money should be spent in poverty and healing America first. So he's touching yeah, I on, wanted to share something meaningful. He's, Maurice, he's touching on whitey's on the moon. Hey, <laughs> yeah. That, absolutely. <laughs> and it, I love the fact that you are combining the science and the technology with the fashion. Were you always into science or was it really y'all can't print my shirts? And that took you down a path of getting into the science of tech. I was always into science and tech, but I never saw a way of using it. Then it wasn't until I saw how I can implement the technology. Then the science came in with it. Are you thinking that you'll keep the same things on the shirt or will the content change over time? Will you reprogram the QR code to do new content as time goes on? Yeah. So with this shirt, I call it the variable digital t-shirt. Variable meaning which it changes over time. So yeah, I can upload any graphic I want. Just announce an update and it's a new thing on it. So yeah, I can change it whenever. And I think it's fantastic. You've definitely pushed me forward, which is incredible. And I'm really appreciative of that because I had been messing with some AR apps on my phone. And my first question to you was, but do I have to install an app? Because that creates a time bubble between the time I see the person walking down the street and my ability to enjoy it. And you were like, nope. And I was like, I'm done. Get them on the show. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I use QR codes. It was two reasons. So the first reason was us as designers and us as humans, we're so like controlling. We want the thing that we put on our garment, on our shirt to be designed by us. Like the first thing a human sees, we want it to be the image we make. But this is a computer generated graphic code. So that messes with somebody's mind. And then if you just scan the code without having to use an app, it goes directly to the experience. And it is just another level of creativity. Have you ever been stopped like you're wearing it down the street and somebody actually took the time to go ahead and scan it and what is that experience like yeah all the time i had one guy walk up to me one time just randomly and -hmm. just started scanning it he saw he was like man this is crazy i was like thank you man but it's cool it was dope but sometimes it can be a little weird i'm like say something to me first (laughs) (laughs) that's great we're so into camera first we're in a pull out our phone generation all of us are now so i could imagine that was gonna be my question too so what about look between b and i both of us are the type we had a shirt on be starting conversations with people somebody want to come up take some pictures oh what's up let me meet you what about for the people who are introverts the people who are like a little bit shy but they have this dope statement they want to make how is this experience of wearing this shirt for them 
No, I have a few friends that bought the shirts who are not really outgoing people. And I see when people walk up to them, it's hard for them to explain what's going on. But they explain, they tell them what happens, and then people experience it for themselves. And then, yeah, they're amazed by it. It's the Wild West, bro. You are definitely participating in tech in a way that opens up a lane for people to use the same thing you're doing in their own way. And that's a fantastic thing. So, like, we're doing some things in the in the Web3 space. And part of that conversation is the fact that you see, like, Board Ape Yacht Club and stuff like that. That's not even the tip of the iceberg. What I want to know and how I'm looking forward to seeing Web3 be used is how the biologist will use it or how the astronaut will use it. Like these are just tools on the table and the use of those tools will change based on who we are and our role in life. And you as a designer were like, yeah, I could dye T-shirts or I could go to the print shop or (laughs) I could like mess with you, do some analog and digital design and create another layer of experience. So thank you for demonstrating the value of tech in your space. I just think it's an incredible piece, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to push the norm forward. We got all these dope graphic t-shirts. It's time to do something new now. So, yeah. So give me the practical. I buy this shirt. It's got a metal piece on it. It's bolts through it. I know that this QR code has still got to be readable. How do I wear and maintain a shirt? It's pretty simple. These unscrew. Like I have this tag right here, but you just unscrew these tags and this eyelets behind here. You just unscrew the tag, take them out, wash it, whatever, mm-hmm. dry clean it, whatever you want to do with it. What does your mom or dad say when you tell them, yeah, I'm banging holes in this t-shirt to put this metal plate on and I'm going to sell eight t-shirts. It's art, baby. What, what, what do they say? <laughs> Go in the garage because it's loud. <laughs> yeah, my my parents are. They were amazed when I first told them about it. Though they were truly like, "What in the world? How do you think of that?" That's wonderful. Now I saw the hoodie because you did a wonderful video where you said, "This is how I made this hoodie, the digital hoodie." And in that video, you show the AR view of the QR code experience on the back of the hoodie, and it looks like you scan it, and another QR code pops up and covers in front of it. Is that the same code or was I supposed to scan that with another phone through my phone? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that was the experience. So with the hoodie, I have it right here. Show it for people who haven't seen it. This text on the back is the target image is what it's called in augmented reality. And when you scan it on the AR filter, it recognizes it and it can play whatever or show whatever image I put on it. But that's Mm -hmm. the whole experience. Okay. So when I scan that shirt, the thing that's going to pop up is what? The QR code is going to pop up on the back of this one. And the QR or, code, does that QR code go somewhere else? No, uh-uh, that's it. Got it. That's okay. It. Yeah. Bro, I'm having fun. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fascinated. I think about all the different applications, and I am I swear to you, I'm going to just, because, you know, we have conversations here, so I promise I'm trying to go towards a question, <laughs> but it's just made to turn out. I just say something, and you can give me some feedback on it, because I'm real curious about your expertise. I think of this from a business standpoint. If I've got a group of people, and we're meeting, and you take them off on the retreat, and everybody, they get their own shirt, and then they've got a, let's say the simple, the icebreaker. I'm thinking about like, as a huge sports fan myself, as a football guy yourself, what might this look like on a football jersey? And you know, man, if you ain't protected, I'm sure you're on it already. It seems like the possibilities are endless with without infringing on any sorts of copyrights or things that you had in your head. 
what are some of the applications that, you know, where you see this augmented reality in clothing? Where do you think it's going? I think to a certain extent, it's going to be the new norm. Like with these new AR glasses coming out, it can mm-hmm. change how we view fashion. We're walking down the street and they can instantly appear on the shirt if their target image is programmed in the glasses and whatnot. This is going to be the next step for fashion, I believe. This is going to be the new normal. Think about graduation. You know how we gra- decorate our hats? You throw a QR code up there and you got a full video. You can watch the pre-graduation party video by scanning your niece's back of her hat from the stands. It's incredible. I am the owner of the patent for AR and digital clothing. So, yeah, patent pending. You applied for the patent. That's great, man. That's really good. Yeah. And anything that, you know, that we can do, your work clearly just excites the shit out of us, man. It's awesome. (laughs) And it's because of everything you combine and the piece that you put with the, the pushback against, hey, we're doing these things, Whitey's on the moon and the ghetto is breaking down. Like it's the, it's all of that. It's the art, it's the tech piece. And it's the fact that you have something important to say and are immediately starting by pushing people to say important things. You know, they can take it and put whatever little goofy shit up there they want to. But place that you started with is a real black and empowered space, man. And just I applaud you for that. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. And I would love to chop it up. I love discussing ideas and whatnot. So it's whenever. Brandon, man, thank you so much for joining us, bro. Please stay in touch and tell folks right now, especially analog heads, how they can buy your stuff. Where can they find your merch? You can find my merchandise on experimental.com. You know, you got to spell it out. E-X-P-E-R-I-M-E-N-T-U-L. Boom. Dot com. Brother, thanks so much for joining us. We had a wonderful time, and I'll be watching. Absolutely. Right, thank you for having me. <laughs> I was impressed with the young brother, man. I'm so glad we got him on and interested to see where he goes from here. Not even like where the tech goes, because we know the tech's going to keep rolling, but he grabbed on early enough to really express his art through it. I was fascinated, man. I love the his idea, the way that he's combined the science and tech with the art, with the political statement. Man, I'm so rooting for this young brother. And as we talked about, anything that we can do to promote, he's got the foresight to have the pending patent on it to, to protect his intellectual property. Just as he said, it's the new norm, right? To just, let's just echo the things that he so brilliantly spoke about and clearly has the foresight to see, man. And I'm happy that we got a chance to speak to this dude because what he has right now, it's incredible. Um, And again, where he started with it to say science and tech, art, and I'm making statements that have a purpose. He didn't just create a, a dope looking logo. Right. What I really am impressed by is that we ended up in the same place. And I didn't want to pour that on him on the show because he's got his own thing. I found AR through an app that I've been playing with. I've been playing with it for weeks now. And it's funny just to share it on the show because I really didn't intend to share this. But if you think about Brewster's Millions, old ass reference. Brewster's Millions guy dies. He leaves back a videotape of his last will and testament and the conditions under which people get to participate in his will hey, videotape fast forward Max. let me give you the, the updated version the updated version is tony stark thinks he's about to die he records a ton of ar footage of himself talking to his loved ones after his memorial service 
that's stuck somewhere. So through the app, I've been recording echoes and leaving them around my house. So if you came to my house right now and I told you what app to download and you walked around and you scanned areas of my house, something would flash in the app. It'll be like, yo, I recognize something. And then you hold it up and the video would pop out and it's whatever video I put up. So it's very much like Jedi Fallen Order where you're going around and then the little robot sees something and it's like starts running the film and it's the previous Jedi standing there. My friend, you see this beautiful seven hat. I want to tell you, before you wear the seven hat, I wore the seven hat on a very sweaty day. I didn't wash it. <laughs> it's like he's telling you what's going on. So I've been leaving these crumbs around the house just in case one day something happened. But you have to install the app, which really minimizes the idea that anybody would ever discover it. Unless I left a note, install this app and then walk around the house. He's got it. So you just turn your phone camera on. It's the next level. I just love it. Fantastic. This is all just clearly you living out your Jor-El fantasies because you definitely want to leave to the boys the Fortress of Solitude with a crystal so they can always get (laughs) every little nugget. And wisdom and shit that they ignore now because they teenagers, early 20, you know, they're That's right. like, ah, dad don't know what he's talking about. And then 30 years from now, they're going to want to pop that crystal in and see the video that you recorded that was up in the corner of the house that they lived in yep. <laughs> back when they were kids. Exactly. Yo, yeah. That's it. The, here's the cool thing that we didn't even get into. So on the front of his shirt, there's a QR code. You scan it and it pops yeah. up a message. But it doesn't have to be a QR code. So the back of the hoodie just has his typography and you can scan the typography and it'll recognize, oh, there's something attached to this. So one of the things, if you walk around my house, you point the thing at a picture in a frame, it might go and then you'll get a video. So I tested it on a mirror and I said, here, check this, just carry my phone around and wave it around a little bit. And he saw it and he, he found like a picture on the wall and it played a video. And he was mesmerized. He stood there and watched the whole video. Nobody stands there and watches the whole video. He watched the entire video because it's like, this is on the wall. This is what? This is crazy. So imagine if you're, if you have a scavenger hunt or something, if you stand in just the right place and scan this view of the Empire State Building, you see whatever content anybody wants you to see. You can leave digital echoes everywhere. I just watched the first preseason game now is the NFL Hall of Fame game, which they play in Canton, Ohio. So now you go up to Edgerin James bust in Canton, right. you point your camera at it. You get his highlight videos. You get video of him talking. You see him talking about his son playing running back at yeah. Howard University, right? Yeah, man, what you can do with that. It's just my fascination with augmented reality. It's dope that you're on it on that too. Share that damn app, man. I'm mad you the whole now because I need to do uh, the same uh, thing. You can't be the only Jorel around <laughs> you know, trying to do the same. You know what it does, I got a whole too. lot of shit I need to leave. It also turns the world into the museum tour. Yes. You know what I mean? Anybody can leave anything anywhere, which is bad, too, because, you know, there's some sickos. So you, you got to find a way to filter. Whose echo do I want to see? I don't want to see sickos, weirdo echo because he's going to leave some wildness. But if I can filter and say I just want to see the people who are connected to this account, that makes it hot. But make no mistake, pornography is going to be 
the technology through which not only does this proliferate, we're going to learn a shit ton about how people use this in <laughs> pornographic ways. We're going to learn about the technology. Right. We're going to learn a whole lot about people. You're going to be walking up to people scanning shit and be like, oh, hell. Right. Like, why do you have that as your... But, yo, it's so wild. I just thought about one of the most successful math tutors online now is a guy who runs a math tutoring site on Pornhub. And wow. he specifically, it is not pornographic at all. It's just, I'm just doing tutoring here. And he's, this is, oh, this is where you're going. All right. Well, this I'll is be where here. you can go to also That's learn great. some math. I'll be here. Like, I could imagine that dude, hey, you want to calculate the geometry of what's happening now? Here's a right <laughs> angle, a horizontal angle. You have all types of, but I think it's, it's funny to say that, but <laughs> here in the United States, because of, our unique type of sexual repression pornography is always going to be not only huge and expensive, but it is a site where you can understand a whole lot about people. And it is a place where the technology and the interaction and that kind of thing, that's where people are going to push it. People want to see how to affect my sex life. That's an interesting place to see it go as well. Let me give you the other piece just to show you how deep down the rabbit hole I am on this crap. Imagine if you scanned a clock. If I scan the clock and it's at 355, it's different than if it's at 356. So only twice a day will you actually see the message I intended for you because I left it at 355. When the hand, when an analog clock, when the hand is, the minute hand is here and the hour hand is there, that's the only time you can see the thing. I think that's incredible. Yep, okay, yep. it's not my favorite movie, but Clue is among my top. 10 most fun movies to watch. This takes me to Clue. Imaginary doorways and passageways, clocks that can only be scanned twice a day for the correct answer. I'm having a lot of fun over here when I actually get time to, to play with it. And I'm so happy that somebody else yeah. is also playing with it. We were in Atlanta. We did the Clue-based escape room and it ended up being Mrs. Peacock in the dining room with the dagger. And we got it right. <laughs> but I can just imagine what that's like. So now you scan the dagger. It's got a history. I'm thinking detective work, police work, and that kind of thing. Like when you imbue objects with a digital history right, right. that is accessible, man, just the possibilities are absolutely endless. I'm thinking about watching my TV. At, we're at 8K now. Hell, by the end of this conversation, we'll be at 12K. Right. So now I'm imagining, because watching sports is interactive if you are into it. You're on your phone and you're looking up, oh, what was his batting average against lefties? Oh, what was he doing last week when he was in Tampa? So now you're pointing and you're interacting because it's the third inning. Hell, you might be a coach sitting on the bench. And now when I pointed at him and it's the third inning, certain stuff comes up. Here's yeah. what, here's how he bats at night against left-handers right. in the third inning when he's already seen this many fast. Yeah, man, there's so much that, that you can do with it. Sports and sex are going to push it. I love the fact that Brandon Stevens is starting at, I'm starting with art and I'm starting with political things to say that get us uplifting, looking at understanding blackness, man. I love it. Yep. To show you how far behind we are, who beat us to the space and put it into commercial use is Will Smith. So if you take your phone and you scan the cover of Will Smith's book, then you'll see bubbles pop up around his head, like through your phone. And then you press one of the bubbles and he'll start to talk. And not only do you hear his voice, but the illustrated image of his face on the cover of the book is replaced by an animated version of his 
oh, book of the space dope. on the book that's talking to you. So he beat us to the space. I didn't even know this till last night. I just think that I love people who are thinking forward. I love seeing it in real use and looking forward to seeing where it goes from here. AR is cool. And look, where I can close out in terms of speaking as an educator, man, we think of interactive textbook. We think you have the textbook open or the textbook itself is digital. And then there are links that are built into it. But what the interactivity often fails to connect with is the fact that at this point, Gen Z and after that, everybody is attached. Everyone's attached to their phone. We point our phone at everything. We look at it. So you should be pointing your phone at the screen. The, the <laughs> They did this in museums 100 years ago now where you push a button and the animated likeness of Abraham Lincoln starts. Yeah. When I freed the Negroes, <laughs> it was in my mind that the Chuck E. Cheese looking cat. Yeah. So now so there's, you could just do so much more with it. It can make education completely different. I'm writing on my whiteboard in a classroom and I have it set up so that when you are looking at my whiteboard in my classroom, that it pops up in real time, you can, oh, here's a video for you to download and look at later because I'm talking now about Frederick Douglass and how he challenged Abraham Lincoln's white supremacy. So now there's a video for you to look at later and it's immediate, just like a mirror, right? Like somebody who wouldn't necessarily sit there and look at a video about a picture is gonna be fascinated because it's immediately relevant it uses the technology, man. Yeah, I can. Oh, education, dude. That's it. 